And we're live. I'm here with Settlers Met. How you doing, man? Hello. Wow. Wow. Sorry. I just <laughs> I was trying to get the link so I could tweet it out, and I I heard that intro thing playing twice, once on Twitter and once on YouTube. <laughs> um, and it just it was it was an unpleasant experience. Um, how know. am I doing? Uh, other than that, I'm doing great. Um, great. Uh, excellent. Amazing. How about you? I'm doing good, doing good. Not a long day at work, but besides that, uh, been good. I, I started reading uh, "Liberalism is a Sin" by uh, Father Fex. I can't, I can't pronounce that name, but um, it's a great book. Having a good time. Cool. But um, I, I've uh, um, I have never read that. I have heard of it. I've never read that book, so I um, you know, certainly can't comment on it. Is it um, is it referring to like liberalism as the political ideology, or liberalism as like the heresy? Uh, political ideology. Okay, cool. No, I, I, I'm sure that's interesting. It's, it's been described to me as um, James Burnham suicide of West, but for Catholics. Okay. And so cool. I'm so it's uh, I've only read a few few pages, but I haven't done what I've read. Okay, but, cool. And so I I, I, fo I followed you on Twitter for a while, not knowing you had like a YouTube channel. I just liked your tweets, and so I followed. And then I found out you had a uh, YouTube channel probably two three months ago. And I I just binged a lot of it. Really great stuff. Love how you are. You you are kind of a hub of a lot of great people. Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I think that's a polite way of saying that I'm really lazy. Um, <laughs> and I like letting other people do my content for me, but uh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, episodes, the episodes with uh, Kevin and Voss have been great. I think the best ones probably I haven't enjoyed been like, um, well, I, I think that describes about half my channel. That is true. The one when he debated Solly Cook, um, that was the one I saw recently that I really enjoyed. I, I watched that debate as well when he, when Voss and Solly Cook debate on Tim Pool. And um, I can't remember who said it, but it was something about like you have three liberals, a centrist liberal, a left liberal, and a right liberal all debating. And it was a uh, like this spot on moment I heard him like, yeah, that's exactly what Tim Pool, Charlie Cook, and Voss are. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly it. Um, you know, I mean, I'm critical of the entire mainstream conservative movement, mm -hmm. um, even figures that I like. Um, but I don't really like the sort of like super doomer um mentality that some people get into that they're like, I don't know, it all just sucks, it's all useless, it's all fake. It's all pointless. Um, and I, I I never have subscribed to that. I have told, I, I have advocated selective and um, specific political abstinence before. Um, that, that, that That is, I mean, in particular, I have advocated in the last two Canadian federal elections not to vote for the Conservative Party. Mm -hmm. um, you can vote for one of the third parties if you want, um, or you cannot vote at all. But I can't imagine anything more destructive to um, any sort of authentic conservatism than voting for the Canadian Conservative Party. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, you know, some people, um, I mean, you know, this is something that, you know, uh, Moldbug has advocated is just complete political abstinence. Um, and I've, 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 I've never agreed with that. Um, I, you know, I do have to admit there, there perhaps was a point when I was unsure if that might be a good strategy, but certainly it was something I never endorsed. Mm -hmm. Um, and now certainly, you know, I, I, I definitely, I, I, I think we, um, uh, we all need to be willing to, uh, you know, take an L if it if it becomes uh, <laughs> clear. And um, you know, if, if you're like a conservative in the traditional sense, and you're you're still sort of advocating for that, I mean, you know, I'm not again, I'm not saying you have to like just vote for the Republicans whenever or you know any vaguely center right party. I, I do think selective political abstinence is good in certain circumstances. Um, you know, example I've used before is I think it's definitely a good thing that Mitt Romney lost in 2012. Um, and I think we probably would be a much worse place if Mitt Romney won in 2012. Um, I can see that. So I, I think selective political abstinence is good. Um, but, um, but like, you know, if, 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 I mean, if you're, you know, conservative Christian, if you think abortion is bad, um, you know, it's just, it, it just kind of seems like a joke now to say like that. There, there's just nothing that can be done through mainstream politics with Roe v. Wade having been overturned. And I, I know that, you know, some people are going to say, oh, you know, Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade, it's always just abortion. It's always, you know, you're always talking about this. Um, but I mean, it's important. And this this is act. I, I don't think, you know, I haven't been able to really give my take on Roe v. Wade publicly yet. Uh, so I guess we're getting that here. Um, Go right ahead. Uh, but, it. Um, but but yeah, so um, I mean, I do not think it's an exaggeration to say that the oh, that the overturning of Roe um, is the biggest um, political event, um, cer certainly in my lifetime, um, probably in. Pro, pro, uh, pro, 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 probably in the past 50 years. I, I certainly think that's a, of far bigger consequence 
um, than any other similar events we've we've had in the past 20, 30, probably 50 years. I would agree. Um, I think it's I think it's the I think it's the biggest uh, like white wing victory I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only I'm only I'm only 23, so it's not made to count, but it's, it still was a huge yeah. one to see. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, so, so, so yeah, so I um, so 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 just to continue to say that, like, I don't know, it's it, it, it's all just cringe. It's all just there. There's no possibility for um, enacting change. I mean, I I do you know I do believe you know I I, I I it's not it's not like i'm changing anything i i think everything i'm saying here is things i've said before um i'm more trying to disavow certain um uh certain perspectives people have had that you know aren't, aren't quite as big brained and nuanced as my um as my galaxy brain perspective on this has been <laughs> you have a great way i've noticed from your streams a great way of talking in like the Gen Z style of like meme talk almost with galaxy brain and quinn's taking l's <laughs> it, it's fantastic like I try to incorporate more like Zoom was speaking myself in the like in the thing for like an ironic, funny, but also on a young person thing. But you just you do it so it seems uh, flawlessly and smoothly. It's like yeah, Galaxy Brain. It's like have you lived your life on the internet? You one of those guys who kind of like <laughs> lived your life on the internet since you were born? Yeah, no, I mean yes, I'm I'm a uh, I, I I no, hopefully I haven't. <laughs> um, but yes, I I spend too much time on the internet. Um, I have at certain points at least spent too much time playing video games. Actually, I don't think that's really much of a problem anymore for me. Yeah. Um, not not to say that I have a great relationship with um, electronic media in general, but um, at least video games I don't think is something that I really have the same addiction to I perhaps did in the past. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I know I uh, I get mixed reviews on the humor, um, to <laughs> to say the least. Um, you know I know it's it's just you know it's as I always say on my channel. Uh, my audience is the stupidest audience in the world, um, so so I so I try to ignore them. But no, it. it um, uh, I know. I, I like I said. I, I get very mixed reviews. Like I, I've had some people tell me that they think I seem overly polite, and I've had other people tell me that I seem like incredibly rude uh, with like you know calling my audience the stupidest audience in the world. Um, I know. So I I just I just have no idea how to uh, take it when I get such conflicting reviews on uh, stuff like that. Well, I enjoy it. I, I just, like, there's um, was it? You had twenty first reaction on at one point. You have him on a lot because he's a. Oh yeah, yeah my, my minion. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which, um, actually, I had a very important announcement to make today regarding twenty first reaction. Um, I had requested that he come on here to be my minion, um, because he's my minion, and that's what I expect my minion to do. Um, but he refused. He 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 said he was unable to. Um, mm -hmm. and apparently, just giving him a one one hour notice wasn't enough. Um, so I just wanted to say that he, he's being downgraded on the minion list and I didn't really want cringe Walker to come on, but I invited him on anyways, just to like, see if he was a better minion than 21st and he agreed to come on. Um, so, I mean, I told him that like, I don't really need you. I just wanted to prove you're a better minion than 21st. So, I, so that's why he's not here. Um, but I, I just wanted to publicly make it clear, um, that for, for right now, um, it, it, cringe Walker is at the top of the minion ranking. And twenty first is below him currently. I mean, I do, to be clear, have more minions than just those two. Those are just sort of my chief minions. So you know, twenty first still is minion number two. Um, but before today, he would have been minion number one probably. So he he's, he's taken it down a rank. That's good to know. Thanks for the update. <laughs> um, so you're kind of in the whole neo reactionary type space would, would you say would you no no that no i'm 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 absolutely not that's the most cringe um uh, that I, that's the most cringe label possible neo it really is it, i can't think um, of a, i can't think of a better one i've i mean it's the, i mean i i i have i have always from, from the very moment of the inception of my channel i have always used the same uh two labels uh catholic just catholic not trad not not trad catholic not not super holy heckin based trad <laughs> uh, just Catholic and traditional conservative. Those are the only, mm. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, over the, um, as I've said before, I'm, you know, I, I was never a full on libertarian, but I, I, I was at least partially libertarian. I, I've heard all sorts of people summarize my political, um, uh, my political um, evolution in crazy ways. I remember some libertarians um, complaining about um, my anti-libertarian stuff, saying that I was an ex-randist. Or Randite or whatever, you know, <laughs> Ayn Rand's for it. And I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like, me, like many young men had a phase where I like read Atlas Shrugged and enjoyed it. But I wasn't an, a disciple. I wasn't like an objectivist. I wasn't a disciple of uh, of Ayn Rand. I, I just read Atlas Shrugged once and enjoyed it. Um, 
so 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 people have summarized my um my political journey in uh ways that i don't think are incredibly accurate but no i for, for as long as i've had this channel which you know about two and a half years now i think mm -hmm. um I, I i my 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 primary political or my my primary political label traditional conservative has never changed um and my um my my, my religious label has never changed I'm, I'm just catholic i'm not trad i'm not uh, I'm not even a Vatican II Catholic, really. I, I guess it, I guess it has changed. I've gone from Catholic to Vatican II Catholic, um, but that that's that's just to antagonize the trads. Um, but um, but but yes, no. Cer certainly, with political label from from day one. I the only political label I have agreed to use is um, is is, tra is traditional conservative. Um, now I understand that that that's not incredibly satisfying because like. Um, uh, because I mean, so, so, so that, that can mean a lot of different things. Like sometimes when people say traditional conservative, they might think you mean like Bush conservative that like you have new conservatives are like the MAGA conservatives. And then the traditional conservatives are like the 2000s conservatives. Um, if that's what you mean, then that, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not that type of traditional conservative. Yeah. Um, when, when I say traditional conservative, all I really mean um, is the historic Anglosphere uh, conservative tradition. Um, any, you know, even going beyond the Anglosphere too. Um, but I, I, I have, I have never disavowed Edmund Burke. I, I know that some, some people probably think Edmund Burke is cringe. Uh, I'm not saying Edmund Burke's great. I'm not saying he's perfect. Um, but I, I still think he's an important figure in the Anglo, uh, conservative tradition. Um, and I, I think there are other figures that are important and there, there are non-Anglo figures that are important too. Um, but I still firmly consider myself to be a part of the sort of, uh, very normal, um, at least historically speaking, mainstream conservative tradition. I, I don't consider myself to be a part of some sort of like weird fringe neo-medievalist integralist uh, hyper autism monarchy um, internet uh, yeah. j Jacobite restorationist uh, yeah. thing. Some people's political labels get so autistic. Yeah, I know. I I, I can't remember who said this, but some some someone said once that political labels for right wingers is uh, is their version of uh, pronouns. I was literally about to say that. I was I was literally about to. Say, it's yeah, spot on. It's exactly the case. It's um, so traditional conservative. Um, the only traditional conservatives I I know of and really interact with is like two. One was a former libertarian, still an Austrian economics kind of guy, great dude on Twitter. The other ones are like the Michael Knows, Yuan Hazami, Tradcons in America. Um, have you ever interacted with those kind of people? Or like read any of their works? Or like, what's, do, you have, do you have a view of like the American Yuzami, like uh, NatCon people? Or are they, are they just claiming to the conservative? Or are they actually twisting the conservative? Do you have any idea of what's going on in that circle over there? Or? Yeah, so sorry, who was the first person you said? It was uh, like Michael Knows and Yuzam Hazari. Yuzam, uh, I think that's his name. Yeah, I the, the, okay. So I, I definitely know Michael Knowles. The the other name rings a bell, but I don't remember him off the top of my head, so I won't comment on that. Yeah, I. Uh, so so I, I know. I I I. For, for, are you familiar with the channel Reason and Theology? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I'm sure you know that a meme on that channel is like the nuanced stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I I I feel like I'm like the galaxy brain, um, right wing nuance bro. Now mm -hmm. that 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 I'm 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 just having to say like, oh, you know, it's all it's all just so. Uh, so galaxy brain, so nuanced. It's it's all you know requires all these different nuances to understand properly, um, because I'm definitely very critical of Daily Wire in certain respects. Yeah. Um, I certainly think that Ben Shapiro's vision of conservatism, if I, I don't think he even really calls it that. I I mean he he yeah. very explicitly says that he's a libertarian on um, on like civil issues and um, and economics. And he's not um, even a good libertarian. He's like Chicago. He's like, it's like there are libertarians that are a lot of queens, but they're all good ones, like Austrian school, Mises Institute kind of guys. And he's like a if he's even a libertarian, he's like a Quinn's libertarian. Or in the yeah, ones yeah. at least. Um so so yeah, so I, I don't I don't like I mean he will often call himself a conservative as just sort of like shorthand. Mm -hmm. Uh but I, I think he's actually quite honest, um, in that he, he's not really a conservative. He he he's just like a libertarian that's socially conservative. And and even there. Um, like he has the terrible opinion on marriage that uh, the solution to the left abolishing marriage is just to get the government out of marriage entirely. <laughs> um, so, um, and th th this is of course an issue that I, I've been meaning to make a video on. I've, I've sort of made a video on it in the past, but I, I feel like I could do another video on it. Um, is ne never submitting to the left's word games. Um, it, you know, it's, it's very particular there when, you know, when, when we talk about the left redefining marriage to use the sort of, you know, boomer con phrase. Um it's very important not to play their games. Even using the phrase gay marriage should be avoided as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, 
because it sort of concedes the the idea that it's possible for two men or two women to be married in the first place, which it's just yeah. it's just not possible. Um, so, I mean, p personally, I prefer the phrase um, the abolition of marriage. I, I think that's the best way to describe uh, what happened. Um, mm -hmm. I, re redefinition of marriage is fine too, but the, the the point is is we we really need not to not submit to the left's word games. But with so so with Michael Knowles. Um, so yeah, so, so 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 on one hand, um, you know, the people that are running the company, Jeremy Boring and Ben Shapiro, um, are, are just liberals. You know, it's it's like you said, uh, with that debate where it was just left wing liberals, centrist liberals, right wing liberals, um, no actual people that could be considered conservative or right wing, um, other than you know being a right wing liberal. But that, that that's, I mean, yes, that I, I I do believe there's right wing and left wing liberalism. I don't, don't deny that, but right wing liberalism isn't really the right wing tradition. It's just the liberal tradition, the right wing of the liberal tradition. Mm -hmm. um, but um i uh, but but so 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 that's what people like Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boring represent is just right-wing liberalism um and i i i think it's very damaging to the conservative movement and i um and i think it's very bad um so um so on one hand i i've, I've listened to michael knowles quite consistently for quite a while um i probably have watched the majority of the shows he's done on his podcast over the years yeah. um i currently listen to it quite regularly um, and I think he's really good and he's really on point and he says stuff all the time, uh, that the vast majority of mainstream conservatives wouldn't say, um, in particular on this very issue of liberalism. Um, he, he's said many times on his channels that on his channel that he disavows the idea that conservatism is just conserving traditional liberalism. Uh, he, he, he has brought up that argument and dis and disavowed it many times. Um, he, he's always affirmed, or at least he, he's affirmed for a very long time now for years that, um, that what he views conservatism as, um, is completely separate from the liberal tradition. Um, I mean, you know, perhaps completely separate isn't the right term, but it, it, it's a firmly uh, separate tradition from the liberal tradition. Um, and he very often identifies, we'll say explicitly, that the problems we're facing today isn't some like weird SJW blue hair um, feminist took control of like universities in the past couple of decades or something like that. Um, he, he will say explicitly the problems we're facing today um, politically are root problems from liberalism. There are things that go back to John Locke. Um, there are things that go back to, to traditional liberalism. They're, they're not um, some sort of weird aberration on liberalism. Um, you know, it, that's not... Obviously, um, if you were to go back to John Locke, he had views um, that even I would f find distasteful. Um, he he had views that would be considered far right um, by modern standards. But what what you know what what I'm saying and what uh, Michael Lowe's is quite correctly saying um, is that um, uh, is that the sort of trajectory of his belief and the sort of premises of uh, of traditional liberal beliefs um, are things that very easily and very naturally led to to the contemporary problems that we have. Um, so I, um, uh, so I, um, so, so, so with that said, um, I, 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 I really, um, uh, I, 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 I really appreciate that. And I, 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 I think Michael Knowles is making great points that, um, no, that very few other people in the sort of mainstream, uh, conservative movement would make. Um, but with that said, then he's, you know, he, he's working with like Ben Shapiro and uh, Jeremy Boring. Um, who epitomize in many ways the problems that he's discussing. Now, I mean, to, to be clear, sometimes, um, again, be, being like galaxy brain nuance bro here, I want to be clear. Um, sometimes I will say uh, sort of off the cuff that like Ben Shapiro is the worst of the worst um, when it comes to the conservative movement. That's not quite fair. Um, you know, I mean, he is very solidly pro-life. There, there are like Republican senators and, or at least there's Republican uh, um, members of Congress that are just fully pro-choice. Um uh, I, 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 I think um, pro probably a, a few senators are pro-choice, um, uh, but you know there the, are the, definitely uh, men, many mainstream quote-unquote conservatives that are pro-choice that are just socially liberal. Like I mean, Ben Shapiro is a religious Jew, um, even though I think his um, his solution to the marriage question is terrible. I'm sure that he believes what Judaism teaches about marriage and sexuality. Um, yeah. I just think he has terrible political solutions um, related to those issues. Um, so. Um, so, 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 so he isn't the worst of the worst. He, he isn't. I mean, you know, he, he, D D D David French um, isn't pro-choice either. But D D D D David French would be, you know, someone who might be the worst of the worst of people who are still like actually personally conservative, still pro-life and stuff like that. Um, but really, just seem to want to have the worst political takes and everything possible. Um, and, and I mean, Ben Shapiro is pretty bad. And so don't get me wrong. I'm this. I'm not trying to run too much defense for him. I just I like. I think it's important to um, to clarify what point exactly I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um. 
so um so yeah so 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 the issue essentially with michael knowles and matt walsh because matt walsh is quite good though i wouldn't really say he's sort of like ideologically a traditional conservative um he's not really sort of into the same philosophical stuff that michael knowles is mm -hmm. um but he is at least very dedicated to social conservatism yeah. um and, and that's very nice and you know um uh, he, he's he's made some r r really good impact with certain things recently, um, as we all know, you know with the documentary "What Is Woman" in particular, but uh, uh, other things too. Um, but so, so I really appreciate what Michael Knowles and Matt Walsh are doing. Um, but then it's always hanging over here where it's like they criticize this stuff all the time. I mean, I, from from watching the Michael Knowles show, and I, I don't watch the Ben Shapiro show nearly as frequently, but I still watch it. Um, not not that infrequently. Um, may, 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 maybe once a week um, on average. Um, that there have been many times where it's very obvious um, that Michael Knowles is explicitly sort of responding to Ben Shapiro, that <laughs> Ben Shapiro will make points on some sort of controversy that's going on and he'll make his sort of like right-wing liberal points. And it, it'll be very clear that I that Michael Knowles, I, I mean, may, maybe it's just that there's so many people making these points that he didn't necessarily explicitly realize this when he's right, writing the script. It just could be some other right-wing liberal made this point and uh, Ben Shapiro just happens to be echoing that same point. I don't know. Um, but there, there's been many times when there'll be some controversy and Michael Knowles on the very same day that Ben Shapiro will uh, make some sort of like cringy right-wing liberal point, um, Michael Knowles will make a point um, criticizing that exact same sort of interpretation that Ben Shapiro is giving. Um, so, so I really appreciate that. But like I said, it, it comes back to, it's not just that like he's friendly with Ben Shapiro. It's not just that they're like friends. It's not just that they work together sometimes. It's that they work at the same company. They have the same political project. Um, and that, that really just, you know, it's not again. I'm, I'm certainly not saying that I think uh, Michael Knowles is lying or anything. I don't think he is. I'm, I'm sure he's sincere in his beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like if these problems with liberal conservatism are such big problems, um, it, it would seem to me that you would need a, a different organization. You 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 would need to clearly disassociate yourself from someone like Ben Shapiro. Um, uh, and it, again, it's even like I appreciate a lot of the stuff uh, Daily Wire is trying to do. I mean, uh, I I don't have a family, but um, uh, one day I perhaps will. Um, and I appreciate that they're trying to do uh, children's entertainment that doesn't have um, left-wing messaging in it. I'm, I'm sure that's very difficult to find nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so I appreciate that, and that, that very well could be something I could use in the future. Um, uh, but um, so, so I understand why having sort of the resources pool, pooled and stuff is useful. Um, but still, ultimately, um, I guess it sort of comes down to my, my main criticism of Michael Knowles. And again, I'm not saying I don't have ideological disagreements with Michael Knowles. Also, I'm sure I do. Um, but overall, he, he he's he's so much better than most mainstream conservatives. I think it's kind of petty to point those out. I, yeah. I think the main issue is more sort of praxis, um, where um, even though I think the stuff he says is great, um, my, my my main issue is that he he says great stuff, but he's not really sort of clearly trying to differentiate himself within the conservative movement. Um, and I I really feel like that's going to make the sort of points he's trying to make um, lag in their in their effectiveness. Um, as as long as um as long as he's um you know so, so, uh, just so, sort of one of the other guys at um Daily Wire. Yeah, I've I've been watching a lot of Michael Nose and Matt Walsh lately as well, and I I enjoy Michael Nose when he's when he's right, he's spot on. I think, and it's very like when he's when he's, he gets it right often enough that it's it's uh, enjoyable. But when he gets something wrong, it's very frustrating because he's right so much of the time. Yeah, when there's something he does that I want to disagree with, it's just so much more frustrating, you know? Because like, you know, you're right like 80% of the time. It's just this one little window when he gets a few things off. Um, but overall, I, I do think the uh, Michael Knows and Matt Walsh are probably the best of the mainstream conservative people that are out there right now. I can't really think of any other good mainstream con like political conservatives who are doing good work. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I um, I mean, the, the, I, you know, the, the American Mind publishes interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Um not yeah, you know, I don't think they're super well known, but still they you know they, they do good. interesting stuff. Um, isn't that where, where, what's his name? Uh, Spencer uh, Spencer Clavin. He writes for them sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Spencer Clavin's a weird one. I, I really like his podcast, and I, I really enjoy his um, take on saying. I think he's he's way he's way smarter than he, how to put this. Um, his podcast when it comes to, like his history and new like philosophy is really good, and he makes like political takes on Twitter something that are also really good. And spot on, and it, I, I wish he did something more like covering daily news because he seems to have he seems really good and really spot on with his takes and has a great philosophy behind him. Everything he says, he just seems to kind of avoid the daily political conversation, which is um kind of kind of sad. Cause I think he'd be he'd be a great addition to like the mainstream conservative right if he was actually 
in the mainstream uh, dealing with the news and not just doing his side project with his um, history and literature stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, um, uh, I'm, I'm not super familiar with, um, with, with, with him. So I, I mean, the, you know, the, the stuff I've heard from him is he, he is normally pretty insightful, but I don't follow stuff enough to really comment much. But, um, so Twister look at seven, you mentioned, you mentioned a book earlier, Edmund book. Yep. Now he's the guy who, uh, a year ago I said was, uh, was Quinn's and I would never read him. And then I <laughs> read him, uh, this year, and I was I was thoroughly impressed. I actually enjoyed what I was reading. Um, he's he's a figure. I think he's he's how would say this. He seems to be well known, but not ever talked about. Like I see people will talk about book and reference book, like they bring up his name, but he never actually seems to go deep dive into what book believed and actually talk about uh, book in any meaningful way. Have you noticed that as well? Or? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm responsible here. I, I have had, to be honest, an ongoing problem with my channel in that my, my main obsession really lies more with um, the sort of religion nowadays than it does um, politics, but I don't feel like I have the expertise in religion um, to discuss it too much publicly. Um, but, um, but yes, no, I've been wanting to do sort of like book reviews of sort of like, you know, n normal conservative classic stuff, you know, Ch Ch Chesterton, Burke, um, etc. I've done that in the past. I I, I did a, a live stream book review of Chartism just recently. I did a, um, just recently I did a live stream book review of Lament for a Nation, which, which that uh, again that that Lament for a Nation is like a Canadian conservative classic. It's not it's not like ultra neo monarchist, mm -hmm. um, uh, terminally online, um, uh, super autistic, um. Uh, th thing it's just it's just a very normal classic in Canadian conservatism lament for a nation. Um, I, I did do a, a, a live stream book review of that recently, and um, mm -hmm. uh, and, but 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 yeah, I um, cer 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 certainly um, I've not done enough of that type of stuff that I would like to. Um, I'd like to do more book reviews or more mm -hmm. you know d d d discussing these types of that's, sources. That's literally, um, that's literally all I do on this channel is I, it's a mainly a book club channel. I do occasionally do an interview, but mainly I just find a book. Get a guess, and we we go deep dive into the book on topic on the on the issues of the book. Um, I'm trying to find more conservative. I'm trying to find more books. Right now, all the books I'm doing is a classic or like, you know, Uber. Or like I'm trying to cover like Nick Land soon. I'm like, this is a guy who's just too out there. You know, I, want, I need to go back and actually cover like more. I want to cover Chesterton soon. I'm, thinking, I'm doing a book for him on Saturday. I'm yeah, no, I, I was supposed to. I was supposed to do a review of Orthodoxy mm. um, from Chesterton like seven months ago, around January, I think. Um, uh, but I, like that's one of many things I ever got to. Yeah. There's a. Put it, there seems to be, to my knowledge, at least in, at least in my circles online, there are a lot of people who. I, I just of... for 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 one of the questions and, um, for um for 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 one of the questions I see in chat, uh, Pete Budapest says twenty first reaction still a cringe evangelical. I really. As I said previously, with like people accusing me to of having been uh, a objectivist or something like that, I, I really just don't know where people get this stuff from. Twenty first <laughs> has—I don't think twenty first has ever been an evangelical. He, for for the time that he has been my co-host, he has certainly always been Catholic. Hmm. Um, so I don't know where anyone he, and and he's so, so I, I I yeah I'm pretty sure he was never a Protestant. Um, at least never a practicing Protestant. Lucky I him. Don't know. Um. So, so I, I don't know where people just get this crazy stuff from. I, I don't know if he's thinking of someone different, but he's getting mixed up with 21st Reaction. I don't know, but tw 21st Reaction is definitely Catholic. Um, and definitely has never been a, um, uh, a evangelical for as long as his uh, internet career has existed. Mm. Um, I was saying, there seems to be a, a trend, at least I've noticed in my circles, of people who are uh, going deeper more into like political ideology, political thinking, reading older and deeper books and when it comes to things like Burke or Chesterton or like traditional conservative ideas and stuff they've seen though they say view those as normie ideas and they're not worth engaging with what I think is this is this dead wrong if you read Chesterton it, it may be popular but there's it, nothing normie about it it's it's ridiculously good um why do you, do you, have, do you have any idea why you think that might be why people kind of like move past what they would consider like or why they were considered like Burke and uh, Chester like normies and kind of move past that to where people like land and courtesy often and kind of yeah, skip I mean, over um, people. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I think one major issue is just that like someone like Burke is going to get cited a lot by the really cringy mainstream uh, conservatives who have a lot of problems. Um, that like any like member of parliament that wants to like it, like sort of show like their um, uh, their credentials as being like a sort of like you know real conservative is going to be like oh yeah I I was just reading like Edmund Burke the other day to like show how um, how like galaxy brain they are and how like real conservative they are how they definitely aren't a liberal. Um, so, you know, and it, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that like everything in Burke is great. Um, I'm just saying that I, I think it's a valuable and important part of the conservative tradition. I, I don't think that's sort of fundamentally flawed the way in, in the way that, um, the sort of liberal tradition is. And even that, you know, I'm not saying that every aspect of the liberal tradition is wrong, um, and bad. Um, I would say that there isn't much I personally, um, believe in that from that anymore. Um, but um uh but the um but yeah so so i i i i i i i think a big part of the issue is just that it's it's association i mean some you know we would just be that people disagree that they're um some some people just do think that um that that tradition is fundamentally flawed and that they're they're part of a different tradition um that's fine um i mean that that's why like i said i'm 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 just a traditional conservative i'm i'm not um i'm not some sort of autistic internet ideology um uh, if, if you're if you're a part of a different ideology, um, if you, if you think the conservative tradition for the past like 400 years has been fundamentally flawed, um, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I could even understand why someone could come to that conclusion. I'm I'm just saying that that's not what I'm a part of, and I never have been. Let's talk about uh, political history here, political history a little bit. Like, how did you get into politics? What kind of got you making your YouTube channel? What's kind of like the whole settlement origin story kind of thing? Yeah, so I mean, I don't like talking about personal stuff too much. That's fine. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I, you know, I, 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 so I'm mostly speaking generalities. Um, but I, you know, I've been, I've been obsessed with politics for a long time, as, as we've said multiple times. You know, that sort of standard, um, nerdy, um, hyper online, uh, terminally online, um, personality. Um, I just, you know, at a young age when like other people were playing video games or um or like basketball or something i i was uh, like listening to podcasts and radio show boomer con radio shows and stuff online um so um uh so, so yeah i mean that, that's just how i sort of got sucked into it um i i was originally a, a sort of boomer con um then i was sort of a libertarian boomer con um i to, to be clear and i i have always said this i you know um i um I was never like a straight libertarian. I always had at least a bit of residual conservatism, and I certainly was always pro-life. Um, I, I would say before becoming Catholic, I don't think I was ever fully pro-life. Um, I, I mean, I, I was like 99% pro-life, but I, I, I think I always, um, uh, I don't think I ever supported rape exceptions, but I, I do think I always um, supported like life of the mother exceptions for abortion. Um, uh, but... Um, uh, but but still still you know that that was just a result of me not um, understanding um, one what an abortion is properly um, because abortion is never medically necessary um, but also two not understanding uh, moral theology properly or more more moral philosophies are not really moral theology um, uh, but but yeah so 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 so, uh, so so yeah so 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 to be clear I, I was never just like a complete libertarian though I was pretty libertarian at one point. Um, and, and then I, I eventually got dissatisfied with that. Um, and then that's um, when I gradually became more of a traditional conservative, more dissatisfied with sort of mainstream politics, more dissatisfied with mainstream parties, um, and very much dissatisfied with libertarianism. Um, and I, I, you know, sort of like NRX and Moldbug has come up multiple times. Again, I, I have... I have always, I even, I looked this up recently. Um, my, my interview that I did with, um, quite, quite re relatively early on in my channel, the interview I did with, uh, Dormant Dynasty, the channel formerly known as the Asian Capitalists, um, which is a good interview and I, I'd encourage everyone to check it out. Um, but because I, I, I sort of get people like insinuating sometimes that they, they seem to think like I've changed, like I'm disavowing Moldbug. So I'm, I'm not disavowing Moldbug. I, there's things I've learned Moldbug that I thought were interesting and useful and I'm, I'm not going to disavow that. Um, but I've always said that I, that I think there's incredibly deep problems um, with Moldbug. Um, and I've always said that I'm not NRX because, one, the, the only NRX author I've really ever read is Moldbug. I've, I've never read Nick Land. I hear people talk about him. Never really have had any interest in reading something from a transhumanist. Um, I can't imagine anything more um, 
more opposed to to Catholicism than transhumanism. I mean, yeah. perhaps that's um, rash judgment on my part, but um, pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, I don't know what I don't really I haven't read his stuff, so perhaps he has Catholic compatible transhumanism for all I know. Um, but it, it sounds pretty uh, sounds pretty yikes to me. Uh, yeah. So it's not something I've ever had any interest in whatsoever. Um, the the only quote unquote NRX stuff I've ever been um, involved with is Moldbug, and re really the you know I'm not saying there are of course multiple takeaways I've had from that have been useful. I'm not saying this is the only thing, um, but really the main thing is elite theory, and elite theory isn't even like a right wing thing. Um, yeah. it, uh, uh, elite theory, um, certainly it's something that was developed a lot in the 20th century by um, by Burnham, uh, who who is of course a right wing figure, um, but it's also developed by far left figures too. Um, so I, I don't think elite theory is something which is a specifically right-wing phenomenon. Um, I think it's something that really any, um, uh, I mean, I, I would say that elite theory, it, it's hard to really square elite theory with um, with liberalism. That I think is more the political bias of it, is that it's sort of an intrinsically unliberal um, uh, system and that elite theory sort of, the, the, the point of elite theory is sort of like dunking um, on liberalism. Um, but but so so I think you either need to be like a uh, um, either a non-liberal leftist or a uh, non-liberal uh, right winger, uh, really for elite theory to make much sense. Um, but I but beyond that, I don't think it's a specifically left or right wing thing because it you know um, elite theory has always been um, something that has had um, proponents on both the left and the right. Um, and, and you know again like uh, Burnham's another example where you know he is some, someone who in these circles is usually thought of pretty positively but like Burnham isn't like again like integralist neo-monarchist um uh uber based like crazy like he's not some weird thing he, he 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 yeah he was more right wing than your average conservative but he wasn't like super right wing he wasn't um he, he wasn't like some, uh, some sort of weird esoteric uh, twitter blog of his day um, he, he was ultimately a mainstream conservative. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, on the less mainstream side of mainstream conservatives, but he, he was still a mainstream figure. Mm. Yeah. No, Burnham, Burnham's uh, fantastic. I'm, I'm reading Suicide of West and it's, a. Uh, I think that's still probably one of my favorite political books. It's, um, phenomenal, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> So I, I got I posted this on Twitter recently. I let people know I was gonna be interviewing you, and I got some people wanting me to ask certain questions. So if you don't mind, I'm just gonna read off a few of the uh, questions that were asked. Uh, yeah, asked me to ask you. Um, what is the role of the church in political governance? Um, the church. Um, I mean, um, I don't know. It's not like I've read um a lot of political philosophy, um. And I, I certainly do always want to be clear um, that, like, you know, I'm not a priest. I'm not an authority in any sense. Mm -hmm. um, uh, do, do, it, it, unless I'm specifically citing from, like, a magisterial document, please do not take anything I'm saying as church teaching. Um, and always, if, you know, if you have any questions, ask your priest and obey your priest. Don't obey, um, uh, don't obey weird people on the Internet. <laughs> um, but with, with that said... Um, I, I mean, I, I do think that the church has a role in um, in sort sort of shaping society. Um, in you know, re really, ideally, in Catholic societies, the, the 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 church has had a very strong influence on the education system, and I think that still is ideal. Um, obviously, that's not really practical um, in most countries nowadays. Um, but still, in a healthy society, I think the church would have a lot of influence over the education system. Um, and um, I mean, that, that still exists to a certain extent in some countries. I mean, um, in Italy to this day, um, because of an, an old constitutional arrangement with the Vatican, um, you are still um, required to have one hour of religious education um, a week. Um, and that, 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 that's directly the result of the uh, church's influence in Italy. Um, uh, so, um, so the church does still exercise that influence sometimes. Um, but I mean, I would say ultimately that... Um, uh, that any sort of like actual theocracy, as in like actually the church running society um, directly, is not really um, good, and that that's not really the Catholic tradition. Um, that that it is good for the church to sort of um, lay down uh, certain rules and lay down certain prescriptions of how society should operate, um, but it's not really the church's job to sort of m micromanage society. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, next one. Do you have any views on Aquinas? Any particular views on St. Thomas Aquinas? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he's great. I'm not, you know, I'm not like, I, I'm certainly not um, an expert on theology at all. Um, I've read stuff from Aquinas. I you know, I read the Summa um, not irregularly when I have a question on something. Um, you know, I did that just know, a couple weeks ago, I guess was the most recently, um, where there was some some issues I uh, looked up in the Summa. So you know, it's not not super re- super frequent, um, but still, he you know he he's great. Um, I've I've always found him very useful. Um, I, I I I I guess also I. Um, recently has have been reading some stuff on Thomist predestination that I've found very interesting. I, I read uh, Father Gary Lagrange's book on the topic. Um, and I also, um, right now, I'm I, I'm always in the middle of reading multiple books. Um, but Same. right now, one book I'm in the middle of reading is Taylor Patrick O'Neill's book on the intra-Thomist debate on predestination. Hmm. Um, and I found that very interesting also. Um, so I'd, I'd say in Thomism, I guess the main, the thing I'm most interested about right now definitely would be predestination. Um, but I, I certainly, you know, I'm, I'm not like an expert on it. I, I don't know nearly enough about like Thomism and Scotism and stuff like yeah. that, um, to say, uh, wh- wh- which schools I think are, is the best and the most accurate. Um, you know, but, but c- c- certainly I think Thomas is great and that there's, um, uh, and that, you know, you ultimately you can't really go wrong with him. Um, yeah. You mentioned you you normally reading multiple books. Um, how do you how do you deal with this? What are the books that you've read that you've really enjoyed and you're glad to have read? And you want you would think other, you want other people to go out and read as well. What are some favorite books that you've read? Um, I mean, um, you know, one, one book I already mentioned previously is Lament uh, Lament for a Nation, which is um just an absolute classic in Canadian conservative history. Um. Certainly, if you're a Canadian conservative, you have to read that book. Um, uh, it, it, it's just there. It it, it, it is of um, really un. I I don't think there's any other single book um, in Canadian conservative history that parallels its importance. And I'm not saying there aren't uh, m- m- many other very important things in Canadian history, um, but it, it it really just has a special place. And so so certainly, if you're a Canadian, I think even if you're not a Canadian, the insights of Lament for a Nation are very helpful and very interesting. Um, and he was reflecting on much broader processes, and that that was always explicitly his intention, is that his lament for the problems of Canada in the 1960s, um, which he thought was fatal to the Canadian nation, George Grant um, being the author. Um, the reason in particular he, he found this so depressing wasn't just because he thought it was the destruction of the Canadian nation, um, but because he thought it was the triumph of modernity, um, and that the destruction of the Canadian nation was just sort of um, one of the last dominoes in that triumph of modernity. Um, and that the conflict between America and Canada was sort of a microcosm um, of that conflict between um, uh, b- b- between sort of traditional society and modernity. Um, so, 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 so certainly, I think that is a book which I, I think anyone could um, could take a lot from. Again, I, I'm not saying I agree with everything yet. I don't, um, but I, I, th- I think it's an excellent book. Um, I'd highly recommend it to anyone, especially if you're Canadian, but even if you're not, I, I think it's still very useful. Um, in particular, the, the book you'll f- probably find on Amazon nowadays is, I think, like the um, 30th anniversary edition, um, which would would have been from the 90s because the book was, was published in the 60s. Um, but I, I think that's the 30th or 40th anniversary or something um, is the one you'll find on, on Amazon. And it has a very long introduction, um, as in like the introduction is about the same size as the actual book, because the book is like, is quite short. It's only, I think, about 80 pages, depending on your copy. Um, uh, and the introduction is almost exactly the same. Um, so, um, but that, that, that that's quite good. The author is clearly a liberal and the author does sort of, or the, the author of the introduction um, to this updated version is clearly a liberal and he does sort of um, disavow and criticize some of uh, Grant's points. I mean, that that's fine. That's not a big deal. I, I don't think he does it to an excessive degree. Um, but the introduction is quite helpful, especially if you're not a Canadian, I would imagine, um, because the, the reason it's so long is it's trying to give you all the historical background for the stuff that um, you would just sort of be expected to have known in 1963 uh, when George Grant wrote the book. Um, so, yeah, I mean, de- definitely that's um, that, that, that that's that's one excellent book I would highly recommend. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, other books, I mean, Carlyle's Chartism is great, too. Mm. Um, I, I definitely would highly recommend that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I um, uh, that, 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 that's about all I'll recommend for right now. Sounds good. good. Both good book recommendations, they sound like. Let's, let's go back a little bit earlier. We talked about, like, you mentioned uh, mainstream conservatism. Um, 
Do you have a do you have a particular favorite mainstream conservative, living or dead, who was something that you thought was a really good but doesn't get talked about enough? Like a, a good mainstream conservative people kind of bless that uh, ignore because it was a, a too normy or something. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I I, I guess um, you know, if we're talking about Canadian stuff, um, I do have a. Uh, I don't know if I would say this guy gets ignored. I don't think he really does in Canadian circles, but I, I definitely have a strong love for uh, John Diefenbaker, um, even though he was a deeply flawed figure in many ways, but just as uh, sort of, he, he was just sort of the heroic last stand of uh, Canadian conservatism, um, which really uh, authentic Canadian conservatism died with um, his defeat in 1963. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and um, th- th- there have, s- since then, conservatives have been more more and less bad in Canada um, but ultimately, it's been Americanized at at, at the very least. Um, you know, I, I would certainly plead ignorance over um, the exact beliefs of the leaders of the Conservative Party after um, the resignation of um, Diefenbaker um, and until um, uh, Joe Clark and um, uh, and uh, Mulroney. But cer- certainly, by the time we get to Mulroney. Um, uh, the, the the Canadian Conservative Party in in the 1980s had been f- thoroughly Americanized. Um, in, in particular, that that we see um, the 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 very divisions that um, that divided the Liberal and Conservative Party in Canada in its in the first century of Canada have flipped completely on its head by the time of Mulroney, um, where like the central issue between the Liberals and Conservatives in Canada historically was tariffs with the Conservatives being against them or with, with the Conservatives being supportive of tariffs and with the Liberals being against them. Um, and then with, in Mulroney's second election, uh, his second election was specifically on the issue of tariffs with him being uh, anti-tariff uh, um, and in particular supporting NAFTA. Um, and with the Liberals and NDP being against the tariffs, um, uh, or, or with the Liberals and NDP supporting the tariffs. Sorry, I keep on mixing that up. Um, so, so, so the the, the sort of the traditional uh, Canadian debate um, politically was completely flipped on its head, um, and that that's just sort of a um, wider symptom of the thorough Americanization that the Conservative Party had gone over. Um, and you know, the, we have a leadership election right now for the Conservatives um, in Canada, and that they're. You know, some people are more conservative than others. I mean, the, the guy who's going to win, it looks like, um, is um, Pierre Polyev. Uh, he, he's more conservative than most of the other figures, um, but they're, they're all Americanized, ultimately. Um, what do you mean uh, when you say that exactly? Because I, I, uh, I don't know enough about like, can, um, Canada conservatism or Canadian politics in general to understand what you're saying exactly. So yeah, what so, do you so mean, I mean when I say Americanized, Americanized, one, I mean sort of like liberal conservatism. Mm-hmm. Um uh, now, of course, that, that's not even entirely faithful to the American tradition, as we've already discussed. Um, but I, I do think it's more faithful to the American tradition um, than it is the, to the Canadian tradition. Um, uh, but it would also, again, the um, when, when I say Americanized, um, I, I guess this this would be the sort of classic Canadian right wing trope um, of um, of believing that America is a sort of fundamentally progressive nation. Um, which I so so this is a tricky issue. I really do not want to promote sort of self hatred among Americans. I I I see sort of like right wing internet Americans who like like oh America sucks. I hate America, and I think that's yeah. super cringe. Um, but with that said, um, I do think it's true that America has always been a explicitly Enlightenment project state. Um, yeah. and this is something that I brought up um on my most recent live stream discussing lament for a nation, um. Where um, in a book I've read recently, which I've been meaning to do a book review for my channel, um, I, in, an academic book on a on the history of academic um, intellectual anti-Americanism in Canada, or not 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 academic anti-Americanism, just intellectual anti-Americanism. Uh, mm. m- most of the figures discussed are academics, but m- many of them aren't, or m- maybe not most, but m- m- many of them are academics. Um, but but they, they they are all intellectuals is what Slipknot is is um, is intellectual uh, Canadian figures and um, uh, and their opposition and anti-Americanism in them, which during the time surveyed in the book is in, in is is an almost exclusively right-wing phenomenon. Um, but basically, the, the way the author explains, and I, I think this is really an excellent analogy, um, is um, is that the way that conservatives traditionally that conservatives in Canada and in other non-american countries too often um viewed america was as a fundamentally um ideological state in a unique way to other countries 
um, that uh, that that the in, in particular the analogy he uses is that America was essentially viewed the same way that the Soviet Union was viewed during the communist period. Um, now, again, I, I don't like I don't want to annoy people. I want to try to um, I, I'm not trying to just be like too edgy or anything like that. Um, when, when I say that um, that America is an ideological state in the same sense as the Soviet Union, I'm not saying that that means that America is as bad as the Soviet Union. I'm not saying that it has the same uh, human rights abuses that uh, the Soviet Union had. Obviously, that's not true. Um, uh, all, all, all I'm saying is that um, it's that it has been historically the same sort of ideological state. Um, the, the ideology is obviously different. The history of that ideology and how that ideology has been imposed is obviously different. Um, so, so I'm not, so I'm not trying to draw an equivalency of saying that like Stalin equals, um, equals George Washington, that that's obviously not true. Um, but I, I do think that fundamental point of America being an ideological state is true. I would, I would agree. <clears throat> you mentioned earlier, you mentioned, you mentioned earlier, and it's kind of a, uh, a quince thing. I've, I've seen more of that. Like, a lot of people who are kind of getting, again, more and more deeper into like, the political artists, pronouns and bias for politics situation. They seem to become very anti-American or anti whatever your home country is, and they they lost into some civilization like Roman times or the Byzantine some other empire in the past. No, no, that's when it was good. We need to like reject all American because they become anti-patriot and anti-patriotism, and I I thoroughly reject that. I mean, patriot patriotism is a good thing, I, I would say. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I I think it's just an extension of love of family, um, and love of your parents, that type of stuff. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I. I like again, I, 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 like I, you know, I love America. I no one loves America more than me. Um, uh, I, th I think there's a lot of good in America. Um, so I, I don't want to come as like a super doomer or anything like that. Um, uh, um, but um, uh, but but yeah, um, so, so yeah, so so I, I definitely think like a, um, I mean yes, we we get this in like multiple different autistic ways with some uh, internet right wingers. One example would be. Um, it would be the sort of Russophile crowd that um that sort of project their beliefs onto Russia and think that like Russia is the base savior of Western civilization. Uh, that's fighting a war mm -hmm. in um in, in Ukraine to save the Ukrainians from gay marriage or something like that. Um, and, and th this this is obviously not true. And like th the Russians have explicitly disavowed this. They, this didn't get too much traction, but um, like a month or two, or not not a month or two, a couple months ago now. Um, the, the Russian media explicitly, and the sustained run media, uh, not, I mean, not, i not that I believe that Western media is really any more independent mm -hmm. than Russian media, uh, but that, that's not a compliment to Russian media. That's an insult to America, to American media or Western media mm -hmm. in general. Um, but, but still, this is explicitly state run media. So, so it's, you know, the, the, so, so I, I think that's important to keep in mind. Um, and explicitly disavowing this, they, they explicitly by word disavowed the idea that that Russia is this like based savior of Western civilization. Um, this, this just um, obviously, and you know, I mean, to, to to be clear, like I I don't want I'm not saying that like I buy into like the most extreme neocon propaganda about Russia. I don't want war with Russia. I don't want World War Three. Um, I'm I'm not saying that um, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that America should invade Russia or that America. Uh, should send boots on the ground to Kiev. I, I don't believe that. Um, uh, all and and this is this is another really annoying thing, which makes me say that um, uh, say like that my audience is the stupidest audience in the world. Um, I remember someone on Twitter um, saying after I had posted some stuff making fun of some of the like lefty Ukraine virtue signaling or something like that. Um, I posted some stuff making fun of that, or I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I something like that. Um, and um, and I had like someone in my in my comments on Twitter um, saying, "Oh, settler, does this mean that uh, that you um, that you think Russia is based now or something?" After I'd done a video disavowing that uh, concept, I was like, "No, no, I, I can." I, again, this is I, I don't know why this is like galaxy brain, um, eight, eighteen dimensional chess or something like this, but it is possible both to think that um, that warmongering from America it would be bad, that it would be bad for America to get into a shooting war with Russia. That's bad. It's possible for Russia, for the Russian invasion of Ukraine to be bad. And it's also possible for, um, for, um, for, for, um, uh, for a lot of lefty virtue signaling on Ukraine to be bad. All three of those things can be bad. Uh, Disavowing one doesn't require endorsing one or two of the others. Yeah. Um, 
but um but yeah so that's one example of what you're talking about is sort of projecting like russia as being like the super based and it's just like people just don't understand russia at all and again i'm not saying that russia does it doesn't lack a lot of problems that the west has um obviously that's the case obviously um russia is not bought into like lgbt stuff at all um okay that, 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 that's good i i think that's bad um i mean russia did i i know i know i'm going to get people saying oh based but like okay you're just a bad person when, when, with what i'm about to say that R russia like decriminalized um spousal abuse recently like that's not a good thing i'm sorry i yeah. i know people are going to say oh that's so he heckin epic i want to hit my wife like I, i'm sorry <laughs> there's something wrong with you um please ask, if you're catholic and and you, and you think that's based please please ask your priest about this you know if this is an acceptable opinion i, I really don't think it is um and I'm not, you know, I, again, I'm not saying like, oh, like R R Russia decriminalized spousal abuse. So we have to like bomb Moscow. O obviously, I don't believe that. Obviously, I don't believe that like people that are, um, I, I, I don't believe like every bad thing someone says about Russia. Um, I'm, I'm not saying there aren't, uh, so, so, uh, so, but, but, um, but all, all I'm saying is, um, is like Russia has extraordinarily high abortion rates. Russia has much lower church attendance rates than, uh, than, than the West. Um, I mean, even on, on the abortion thing, I mean, America, it now has abortion illegal completely in several states and has significant abortion restrictions in m m many other states because of Roe v. Wade and the restrictions are only going to continue to get more extreme. Mm -hmm. um, in, in many ways, I, I think you can fairly say America is more conservative today than Russia is. Um, now, I'm not saying in many ways Russia isn't more conservative. I'm not saying there isn't a sort of like just generally socially conservative e e ethos in Russia. Um, yeah, cer certainly. And there's not going to be uh, like anti-white racism r in Russia, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not saying Russia isn't lacking a lot of problems that the West is having. Um, all I'm saying is, is like, um, like sky high abortion rates, um, uh, 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 incredibly low church attendance rates, um, mass. I mean, another thing, massive alcohol depends. I know I'm going to have like trads telling me that alcoholism and smoking is based, but I, I'm sorry. I, it's not, it's not good. It's not based. I know some people get annoyed with me, uh, uh, uh sort of fantasizing about prohibition and stuff that that's like partially a joke. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, but that, that, that that's besides point what, what, whether or not we should ban recreational alcohol use is beside the point. Um, the, the, the relationship that Russia has with alcohol, um, is clearly not good. Whatever yeah. your broader opinions on alcohol, on recreational alcohol abuse or recreational alcohol usage, mm -hmm. it, it is. Um, so it's just R R Russia is really a country that has a lot of problems. Again, I'm not saying that the West doesn't have a lot of problems. The West has a lot of problems too. Um, but um, uh, but it, it's just again sort of this projection of like uh, things are bad here. So like this must be the base tone. I, I I think the main problem here. This is something I meant to do a video on, but I never did. I think the main problem is that people want to, um, uh, it, 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 is that people aren't blackpilled enough. Um, they, they, um, they, they want to be able to imagine that there's like, that there's right wing Wakanda somewhere, uh, <laughs> that there, there, there's somewhere they can go that won't have any of these problems. When sorry, the, the problem is the whole world's been destroyed by modernity. Um, there, there, there's no getting out of it yet, at least. Uh, it's going to take a lot more. Uh, there, there's nowhere we can flee. I'm not saying there aren't certain places that have less problems, um, but um, uh, but the, the, these are ultimately global problems. The, 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 these aren't problems that you can flee anywhere. And yeah, the, the, this is why people get like super obsessed with, like you said, like the Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire. I'm not saying you know history is fine. I'm not I'm not mm -hmm. saying getting obsessed with those just as like a historical curiosities. Getting, I'm mean, not doing that. I mean, I want to say be clear. This isn't just like a hobby. Uh, like understanding history can be very useful practically it can be very useful for politics um but but yeah but a sort of like obsession with it to the point of like trying to live vicariously through past states yeah. um and, and you get this on the left too with stuff like the soviet union uh sometimes from tankies um or or people are nostalgic for pre-stalin soviet union um I, I think sort of the issue here um i think a ma major issue which has not been discussed enough is the thing that drives a lot of people to um to dissident politics whether it's um, non-mainstream right-wing or non-mainstream left-wing politics um, is being severely mentally ill. Um, and uh, so I, I think the problem people have um, is they're, they're severely mentally ill. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're, they might be autistic. They might be depressed. They, um, uh, they you know, w w whatever, they might have ADHD. They, they uh, w w whatever the problem they have, um, they, they've always just sort of felt like an outsider. Um, so then they get into politics um, and then politics seems to sort of provide an answer for it. It's like capitalism is the re reason you feel bad. 
um, mm-hmm. or like uh, liberalism or uh, li- li- like um, a- 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 any of these issues, the reason you feel bad. So, so then you, you can like look at history and you can find some state that you think is based, whether you're a left winger or right winger. Um, and then you can uh, say that, well, you know, th- 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 this place, this time didn't have these problems. Uh, so the issues I'm having, it's not because I'm autistic. Um, it's not because like I'm terrified of talking to women. Uh, the, the issues I'm having is because I'm, um, is, is, is because like, I don't live in like the Byzantine empire. Yeah. I think everything you just said is a hundred percent spot on. That was a, that was awesome. Uh, one more question. You earlier you talked about, um, enlightenment mentioned the, uh, um, uh, Canada conservative, uh, tradition was more saw America as an enlightenment experiment. Would you say that a, a traditional conservative should be anti or pro enlightenment, or is that really just like a Canada America difference in the uh, conservative traditions? Uh, no, I mean, I, um, I certainly think that to really be like traditionally conservative, you have to at the very least be very skeptical of the enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Um, that, um, that again, when when I so so, so other figures, I, I I guess going straight to like Burke, um, might be a bit of a might be a bit um, unfortunate because re- really when when I, again when I say I'm a traditional conservative, I mean I mean like Aristotle, I I I I mean like Augustine, Thomas Aquinas, um, all, all, all these all these great figures that um, that might not be figures you immediately think of when you think of um, sort of political philosophy, but re- re- really that's just because back then there there was no um, like the, the, this wasn't there, there, it wasn't quartered off into the specific realm of political philosophy. Um, uh, so you know the, the 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 these are all the these are great figures of Western civilization are all figures that um, uh, that that don't really work entirely well with uh, the Enlightenment. So it's not you know I'm not saying that nothing nothing good um, ever came out of the Enlightenment, um, but I I, I I do think a skepticism of the Enlightenment is required. Um, and th- I mean th- this is something that Michael Knowles again to his credit has explicitly talked about. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I I don't think that just a sort of full throttle endorsement of the Enlightenment is compatible with traditional conservatism. Awesome, I, I would agree. <clears throat> well, we've been going for an hour. This has been a, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, any final words? And if, and if there are no final words, um, what are your plugs? Where can people find you at? Uh, yeah, I mean, my channel is Settlers Lament. Um, just YouTube.com/slash Settlers Lament, all one word, no. Um, uh, no punctuation in that, just uh, just the letters. Um, I'm on Twitter too. Uh, I have a Discord also. So any of those three things are really the main things I do. Um, I'm not going to ask you to donate because I don't feel like I'm making enough content right now to ask people to donate. Um, uh, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm mean, re- re- really you know check ch- ch- check out my Discord. I I like my Discord. If you're uh, you know for, for anyone watching, if you're not uh, if you're not severely autistic to the degree that you can't follow my rules, um, please, um, please, please check out my discord. And also everyone, most importantly, the most important thing to plug is please go to my Twitter, find my tweet that says one <laughs> like equal one hot take, and please give that an additional tweet. Uh, it's an extraordinarily important thread. Um, the, the, the takes I've had under that tweet, I, I think they're so fascinating, so enlightening, so, um, just mind opening, mind bending. That Galaxy I will probably brain. have. I, I will probably have to make a video. Um, just uh, reading all of the takes, just so they can be immortalized <laughs> in that way. Uh, so so people can fully understand uh, the, the 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 great hot takes I have given on Twitter recently. Yeah. Uh, so that's really the most important thing to show is to like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I mean, um, uh, I mean, I imagine there'll be some people. Uh, watching this, uh, who are, came here from my channel. Uh, so, per, I mean, perhaps it would have been useful to do this at the beginning, but uh, since that's not an option now, per, perhaps you should describe your channel briefly for any people that have come here from me. No. Uh, so, um, I just, uh, I don't know, former libertarian, kind of uh, non ideological, Catholic, um, a couple of, I just do a lot of book clubs, you know, Thomas, uh, domestic philosophy, political history. Uh, politics, you name a fiction, toaster, you name a book, I'll probably eventually end up covering on the podcast because I love reading books. And so I just, I find a book and I find a guest. We do like an hour to an hour and a half long podcast. It's going through the book in detail and trying to uh, explore the book. Because I don't think not enough people uh, read. And if they're all reading, they're not reading the right books. And so I'm just trying to 
make sure more people can find out about great books. And if they, if they don't have the time to read them themselves, I want to try to give them a Cliff Notes version of the book, but in a uh, condensed podcast. So that's what I, uh, that's what I try to do over here. Cool. That, I mean, that sounds really good. I, I have not uh, listened to your channel at all, but I'll have to check it out. Sounds good. Thank you, man. Oh, what yes. The, uh, most importantly, uh, pray for me, everyone. Will do. Uh, Welcome to another episode of uh, Face, Liberty, and Praxis. This is Season 2, Episode 14. Like, comment, say, subscribe, and the whole YouTube nine yards saying, I got to say it, it's YouTube. If I don't say it, they take the video down. It's kind of how it works on here. Um. Anyway, you guys have a good night. Read more books. Mm-hmm.